0: Hey, good morning everybody. Glad you're able to join us today. It is Tuesday, May 16th. We've got Dave coming up next. We've got Home Depot. Looks like they reported this morning. We'll talk about other things that are reporting and uh, some other economic news here in just a second. Before we do that, let's not forget that there's so many things in this world you and I, we cannot control. But you can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. You just need to know what that risk is and where it should be. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. I'm Dave,
1: up next. 105.7 Light FM. Philip and I were trying to organize ourselves and figure out what we were going to talk about this morning. Not that there's a shortage, there's just so doggone much going on that we need to sort it through. So it is time to check in on your finances. And yes, I was ripping a little bit to give him a chance to swallow quick before we go out of the air, too. It is time to check in on money and see what Wall Street's doing to us this morning. And on the telephone from Stadler Financial Services is the one and the only Philip Stadler. Good morning, sir. Did I give you enough time to catch your breath?
0: Absolutely, man. I had my buttons ready to go. And uh, <laughs> hey, we're, uh, you know, earnings wise, we still are kind of hit and miss, but we, we did have a couple come out this morning that I got through. And, um, But uh, you've got the big numbers when it comes to economic numbers, and uh, that was kind of, uh, you know, that's just a weird deal when it comes to the retail sales.
1: Yeah, it really was. The government data dump this morning is national retail sales for the month of April. We expected retail sales to go up by eight-tenths of a percent in April, according to one of my analysts. And what did we end up with? only four-tenths of a percent. When you start missing by half, that's a monster-sized miss. Then you turn around and you pull out automotive and gas expenditures. Autos and gas pull that out, and we were expecting only about a two-tenth of a percent increase in retail sales. Uh Uh-uh. Up by three times that amount, up six-tenths of a percent which we were noodling it through and saying that really does not bode well for the automotive industry, does it? When we end up missing mostly on just the weight of slumping auto sales.
0: Well, yeah, it definitely uh, shows you the impact that autos can have on retail sales. And, you know, I was kidding before we went on the air that now that that makes me wonder, okay, so when are the autos going to go on sale? Because, uh, you know, they've been holding out to, the, you know, high prices and these interest rates are just really starting to hurt the auto industry.
1: Absolutely. I, you, you and I, been, we were kind of joking, but it was kind of gallows humor. I mean, all through 22 when they couldn't get chips and we were looking at uh, pictures of parking lots just full of half-finished cars. Okay, they got chips now. Where in the heck are all the cars they're putting on sale? I know that I bought a 22 back a few months ago and it wasn't on sale, I can tell you that, because they didn't have that many new cars in stock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the auto industry right now. It's hard to figure out what's going on there. Um, and and I don't have any kind of inside track to dealers to know what, what is going on, because those guys probably know exactly what's happening in that industry.
1: I'm not sure the dealers do either. I mean, they kind of get what they get from the manufacturers, but I'd love to know who up the food chain really does know what the Samuel is going on because uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me at this point. It's kind of like gasoline, don't blame the gas don't don't blame the gas station. They're just selling the stuff. And the dealers are kind of looking at it and saying, "We really need some more cars and they get a response, "Sorry, you're on allocation." <laughs> so you know, it's it. I, I don't get it, but one way or the other, I know that auto sales during the month of April really dragged down our total uh, our total business as far as retail sales are concerned. Uh, Other stuff going on this morning. I've got a pile of uh, reports to put out. The the head of the big AI company, CEO of OpenAI, is going to get hauled before Congress today and is going to have our dear, highly intelligent, and uh, responsible members of Congress grill him on the future of AI and the dangers they see of artificial intelligence taking over the world. Which are you more worried about, a computer or a congressman?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you put them two together, and that's going to be a problem.
1: I mean, that's a devil's choice to begin with. I don't trust either one of them. Do you?
0: No, not really. I, I don't. <laughs> and, and we're gonna we're gonna have to wade through and figure out how all that's going to affect us when it comes to AI. We already know how Congress affects us. It's not good.
1: Yeah, yeah. normally, I mean, neither one's a particularly good influence to my mind. Uh, kind of circling back to automotives, this doesn't really affect it on the short term, but uh, Tesla's annual meeting is today, and uh, one of the things that one of my little columnists was suggesting is that Musk may very well present a succession plan for Tesla. That might create some news at the end of the day. It
0: could, um, that's interesting. I, I hadn't really seen any headlines on Tesla, but. Uh... I'm sure that with, um, you know, the head of Tesla, that they need to make sure that there is some type of um, system in place in case something happens to Elon, because, I mean, that would be a, a pretty devastating effect on that corporation, um, at least seemingly it would be
1: it's very much a personality-driven company. I mean, the quality of their product, most folks end up saying is pretty doggone good, but uh, Musk has so personalized Tesla as being his alter ego that if he makes an announcement that he's planning on stepping down and turning the reins over, it's uh, going to kind of be like the upset that Microsoft went through when Bill Gates resigned his position as the uh, CEO of the company low these many, many years ago. It just kind of makes the stock market on the... Uh, on the company go and go on hold or maybe sell a bit. It,
0: it does. Same thing with Starbucks, you know, and, and same thing with Apple when, when they had those type of issues. So mm-hmm. it, it is when you've got a big company like that, that's, a, you know, in the forefront and in the news all the time, um, you know, when you, when the CEO leaves or steps out or what it, it does have an effect on, on corporate and corporate culture and, and all those type of things.
1: Absolutely. Musk is one of those polarizing figures. I mean, he's got his Amen Corner group of dedicated fans, and after getting a little more political than might be wise for a CEO to get when he bought Twitter, uh, it's also kind of uh, gotten him to be radioactive to a good chunk of Tesla's core constituency, because by and large, the electric vehicle fan club. Tends toward being a little left of center, so consequently he's become radioactive to a good chunk of his customer base. Might be interesting to see what happens to the stock if he actually does announce a succession plan.
0: It definitely would be. And and a timetable with that succession plan, too, because if it's a shorter term, then that's going to be more impactful than more of a long-term plan.
1: Oh, yeah. If he says 20 years from now I'm gone, we're all going to yawn and just keep on doing with the stock what we've been doing. Uh, Speaking of stocks, it is a rather busy day today. One of the headliners in the home improvement industry uh, had a report. How did Home Depot do anyway?
0: Well, Home Depot, the headline I originally saw was Home Depot had the uh, worst decline or worse miss when it comes to gross revenue in like 20 years. Um, yeah. They, uh, they, they miss by a um, billion dollars. Would you say that's Gosh. a small miss, you know, um, Jump
1: change. You know? <laughs> yeah,
0: they, they, they reported 37 billion. They were expected to come in at 38 billion. Um, and, and so that's hurting them. They, they did, um, They beat earnings by two cents a share, but when you miss by a billion, I don't think beating on earnings per share really matters, right? Um, I
1: kind of get that. I kind of come to the same thing. A billion dollars here, a billion dollars there. Eventually, it adds up to real money.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing that's really hurting them this morning is that um, sales were 2.7% below Wall Street expectations uh, when it comes to same-store sales. So that seemed to be a a miss as well for them. They are trading down right now almost 2.5%. And obviously, that's affecting Lowe's. Lowe's doesn't report for about another week, um, and they're down about 2.4%. So um, definitely weighing down the, uh, the home improvement
1: industry now one stock goes down in a sector and it tends to drag the entire sector down and i would imagine that economy measures only last so long with home depot they better figure out a way to sell more nuts and bolts
0: oh that that's right that's uh, but it's going to be difficult right because building is uh, seems to be slowing down people are you know they're they're being a little bit more frugal because inflation and the prospects of a recession that's uh, you know That sits in folks' heads, and that, that determines how they spend their money.
1: Oh, yeah. Other indications we got from the earnings season?
0: You know, we don't have much, actually, on my tip sheet. The only other actual earnings that I have is C-Limited, and that's not going to mean much to anybody uh, here in the United States, but it is a company that is um, highly traded uh, throughout the country, and they are a Singapore, Singapore-based technology company. Um, and they did—they uh, beat on revenue by a little bit, and then earnings per share uh, were, I think, fifteen cents above expectation. So, so they had a, a pretty good quarter, and they're trading. Well, they're actually going down right now, five point eight percent. So, I'm not sure what uh, what uh, what's hitting them this morning. Doesn't really show my report, but that's really all I have on the earnings front. But I do want to mention this: Capital yeah. One. Is getting a nice bump this morning, thanks to Warren Buffett. Um, Berkshire Hathaway took a huge new position in uh, Capital One, investing nine hundred um, uh, and fifty million dollars. Yeah, they're up six and a half percent this morning.
1: So we aren't going to hear any uh, fancy uh, fancy pants uh, worries about Capital One having a run anytime soon, huh?
0: It doesn't sound like it. Sounds like they got plenty of money now.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, the week is going to continue. Get, uh, give us some good indications, because tomorrow we've got a boatload of big ones like TJ Maxx and Target and a bunch of other retail coming out. So we're going to have a pile of information, and we're also going to end up getting a uh, home builder sentiment a little later on today and an industrial production figure a little later on this morning after we get done. So there's going to be some market movie stuff coming on later on today as well.
0: Yeah, and Re- we got housing the- starts. We've got housing starts coming out tomorrow as well, and permits. Yes. and and I know we didn't talk about this, but I did want to mention this real quick. China, I don't know if you saw the headline, but they their economic numbers came in worse than expected in in both and uh, I think it was industrial production and their overall uh, maybe it was retail sales, but they they both missed substantially um, uh, in that uh, in that economy over in China.
1: And that impresses our investors on this side of the pond not a bit either. (laughs) Uh, Setting the table up, it was a very modest day yesterday. The VIX, we were talking before we went on the air, the volatility index down toward lows for the last few years is really down. And that's with good reason. The Dow only gained 14 hundredths of a percent. It was up 48 yesterday. Standard and Poor's up by 12 and a half. NASDAQ had the big gainer. It was up 66 hundredths of a percent, up 80. And the uh, Russell 2000, actually percentage-wise, they were the best over 1% up by 21. 45 minutes before we open this morning, can we keep a positive trend going, Philip?
0: Not uh, going to happen, at least not in the open, Dave. Uh, we've got the Dow down about three tenths. The uh, SP 500 is down a quarter of a point, as well as the NASDAQ 100 down a quarter. The uh, Russell 2000 is trying to give back uh, part of what it took, got yesterday down seven tenths of a percent this morning. And your, your VIX, it's up 1.3% this morning. So um, going the wrong direction. Silver's down six tenths. Gold's down a third. Uh, and crude oil is flat from its close yesterday. I think it's up from where we started, though, yesterday morning. $71.11 a barrel right now for oil.
1: Take that. That's relatively stable from yesterday, anyway. I mentioned the VIX, even 20 would still be right at the low end of the range it's been for the last five years. So just kind of not nice to not see those thousand point swings in the Dow every day, isn't it?
0: It definitely is. It definitely is.
1: A little predictability be nice. Overseas markets, the Asian rim kind of responded to the China data that you put out. The mainland Chinese markets down by six-tenths of a percent. Everything was a little bit in the red. European markets looking at our futures, most of them are up fractionally midway through their day so far today. Looking at planning a retirement. China can affect you. You can't do that and actually plan on retiring when things are that far away can mess with your, uh, with, can mess with your plans. How do I find you to be able to stabilize my retirement plans?
0: And then give us a call at 863-382-0037. We developed our core retirement design to help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of. And then you can catch the Statler Financial Radio Show this weekend, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning On Highlands News Talk, 730 and
1: 95.3 FM. And you and me together again tomorrow morning about the same time here on Light. You have a good day, my friend, and I'll see you then.
0: All right, man, you too.
1: Thanks, Philip. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler.
0: Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, Have a great day. Join us again tomorrow, same place. Until then, have a great one.